A University of Pennsylvania senior and transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas, continues to make history. Thomas wins the NCAA championship and in a very close first second. It is absolutely disgusting that he is allowed to compete in any women's races or participate in any women's sport. The issue here is that they're so frequently using these uh, fake women's sports as dog whistles or transphobia, right? What the hell are we going to do without men? Because of the emotional and psychological turmoil. 42% of LGBTQ youth said they seriously considered suicide. First sign that we need to get back in therapy is more than just the sport. It is more than losing the titles, which they are certainly losing. I just want everyone to know that we're not here to steal your titles, your scholarships, um, your trophies. All we want is just to be included. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to a very early episode of Vida y Vino. Bro, taste this. Episode 20. This will be 27. 20, 27, 28? Yeah, because this will be going up straight tomorrow. Oh, yeah. This is 1.5. This is, yeah, exactly. It's a nice little prequel for the people. Yeah, this will be. So we recorded, as we always do, midweek and. We decided we're going to push that one back because uh, I am Luis Pablo and join with me is Philip <laughs> Golden Corral. Hey, everybody. We decided to push it back because Juan Legend is in Mexico with his fiance. Mm-hmm. Getting a nice uh, sun rays over there. Getting some vitamin D while we are getting some vitamin nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yet to take any of my vitamins today. Hey, we got a little bit of vitamin L and vitamin P. Yeah. What's up? Hey, what's up, baby? What's up? What's up, baby? So it's just Philip and I in the room. No wine because it's way too early to have wine. Mm-hmm. Just a little sit back and relax. Get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, the nitty gritty. Exactly. Did I said that right, right? You said that right. That sounded correct. Hell yeah. That sounded good to me. Got a little pronunciation issues. <laughs> Your English has gotten really good, though. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you uh, your vocabulary has really expanded. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you look up words to say? Um, I, lo- I, I look up adjectives because I'm like, I need to sound more proficient and professional when I'm talking. Because if I'm talking for, you know, mm. six hours a week on a microphone recorded for everyone to see, it's like, damn, you know, I kind of got to step it up. Mm-hmm. And ever since we started... I mean, like for me, I guess you you've been doing a little bit longer, just listening to your voice and like oh, it's very creepy. Post editing and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, like everything you, just sounds like a. You're more aware of the terms you say, you know. Yeah. yeah, and I'll make mental notes of like, don't say this, don't say that, mm-hmm. don't cut people off, don't do this, don't do that. I I got the worst habit of like like a lawnmower, like a machine gun. Like <laughs> I always I always stutter <laughs> when I always got to make a point. And I was like. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, they just don't got it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know about the vaccines. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, if you just do your own research, if you just, <laughs> I'm somewhat of a medical expert. I listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, I don't need college. I started watching a bunch of Trevor Wallace yesterday for no reason. The the comedian, right? Yeah, the comedian. He has like a bunch of those uh, really popular YouTube uh, videos where he's like, you know. The bang guy, the guy who drinks bang all the time, or like drinks white claw once, or like entrepreneurs be like. And uh, he had one where it's like guys who never leave their hometown. 
Mm. And he had one of the funniest lines in there. He's like, I don't need to go to college, bro. I listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> and like that, for some reason, just I just started laughing hysterically. Yeah, man. I could have made it professional sports, but my ankle, man. I told yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he has mm. a line like that, too. It's like, man, that's so true. In a different world, I could run a, a, a 440. Yeah. I. Uh, you know who's been listening to Rogan for the first time? Because they'll start bringing up like crazy shit out of nowhere. They're oh. like... Man, I don't know about the moon landing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I look into it, dude. I'm just saying. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty funny because, like, for uh, I had I've been trying to get a couple of years ago, back mm-hmm. when I, you know, when we first discovered Joe Rogan, like, you know, with our friend group scene, right? Yeah. I, I tried to get my other friends to do it. They're like, oh, you're listening to people talk for hours. Like, how is yeah, this fun? Yeah, it sounds crazy. Yeah, and then now those guys are like because of Spotify. It's just uh-huh. the boom of podcasting. Like, did you hear about? Peter, Dr. Peter Menudo and Joe Rogan. Jordan Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> and the other RNA guy or whatever. Oh, uh, the sleep uh, sleep expert. Mm. Oh, that, that's a good guy mm-hmm. too. But it's just having those guys come up to me like, oh, did you did you catch the latest Rogan? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> so crazy how mainstream Rogan is now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, my life is very mysterious like that. Because when I was a kid, I was into drugs. And then as I got older, it was like, oh, those other kids that were saying drugs are bad now they're doing drugs so jokes on them so when was the first time you uh started doing drugs how old were you it was uh sixth grade holy shit dude you yeah. were like 11 12 yeah 11 12 was yeah. it just weed yeah it's just weed. you started with weed it's uh my uh, i moved from uh clinton to delavan right that's where i met you know juan and you went from clinton to delavan mm-hmm and uh, my my good friend. Uh, oh, hey, excuse me. That's the morning burps right there. <laughs> Welcome live to the new segment of getting truthful with Phil. But no, my good friend from Clinton broke his leg, so he couldn't move around. So uh, you know, we were kids. I didn't have a way to get to him, so I would walk. I would spend like half a day walking to him. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's handicapped and wheelchair bound. He's able to score some weed from his brother. And uh, the first time I smoked weed, I didn't really get high. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> were you very passive? Were you like, I don't want to do this. Drugs are bad. Or were you like, fuck it? Ah, uh, uh, it was a safety thing because I was with my at, at his friend's house, at my friend's house. So I was kind of fuck it. But the consequences, was like, oh, you don't dare anyone listen. Yeah. Duh. What is this, Dare? Uh, Drug Abuse Resistance Education. There we go. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember from Dare was making the Antinolog. They would make little snacks. Oh, uh, we never did that. Yeah. We, were, for, more, we were more focused on snacks than <laughs> the actual education the drug. purpose. I, uh, I actually had to read a speech in front of the school from Dare. <laughs> yeah, I have it somewhere. I got to find it. I think it's at my parents' house. But uh, So my third grade class, or was it? Yeah, it was third grade. When they try to put dare into the program, I believe it was third or fourth grade. So you know you're like eight years old. Mm-hmm. You're very very young, and they're like, we want everybody to write a poem, and or you know write something, and it'll be for the dare program, and whoever wants to, or whoever no 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 this is what it was. So everybody in class across all the fourth graders had to write something in pro dare and the three that were selected would have to read in front of the whole school so me and two girls were selected i can't even remember who they were but 
the next day and they're like you know selecting people and it was two from my class and one from the other fourth grade class mm-hmm. and they're like Luis you know we love the poem like would you be open to reading this in front of the whole school and I'm like yeah absolutely a, a poem for dare right yeah and I, I it was kind of like free form poem but it was like I will not do drugs like you know there's so many more things that are valuable to me I, imagine how deep that could have been for like you know you or like another student like my father suffered from this and I won't be like my father and <laughs> Dude, we're four, you know we're like fourth graders. We're just yeah. trying to please a teacher. Like, how fucking good writing would that have been? Like, I will not be bad. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. I remember there was a line that I wrote that I was like, I don't want drugs. I would prefer hugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's the marketing right there. Exactly. It's like don't do drugs. Do hugs. So it's the day of the ceremony, and you know there's like police there, and my parents show up. There's all these other parents there from, like, the other kids, and, like, teachers are there. They're like, you know, look, at these kids are, you know, renouncing drugs. It's like, well, you're not really offered the chance to do drugs at fourth grade, but as... Just give pe- two more years after that. Yeah, but, you know, once people <laughs> listen to the Mexico episode next week, they'll listen to me fucking smoking cigarettes at five years old, so... Yeah. And surviving. And surviving, yeah, exactly. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do drugs, blah, blah, blah. And I remember, like... We had to go up on stage, but it was, like, four feet tall mm. and, like, read. And in order to get up there, like, you had to hoist. You essentially do a pull-up. I mean, you're, like, four feet tall oh. yourself. But I would, like, walk up to it, and I would jump on top of it. And everybody would be like, whoa. And then, now, be honest. Were you a chubby kid? I was chubby. Because that that's death right there. That's oh, yeah, embarrassment. Yeah, exactly. You can't get up. Oh. I wasn't chubby then. I got much more fat, like, a couple years after that. You almost have to hurl yourself yeah. to get up. <laughs> Dude, I was doing like fucking long jump and high jump, <laughs> like trying to get up on that stage to read and get everybody's approval. Bruising your body. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it was you and two other girls. Me right? and two girls for the speech. Uh, I remember there was one from my class and like one from the other class. I don't remember anything other than just like I read a poem mm-hmm. and um, now, people liked it. Now, let me ask you a question, because this has been a, in the stir of controversy in recent news. Mm-hmm. Now, that you're born a, a, a natural genetical male, right? I am born a natural. Now, do you believe that you had some sort of advantages over those two uh, young girls? At, uh, as, a, as a young boy yourself at that time period? At that time period, probably. Probably? I could have I fucked those two girls up. At the same time, Both too. physically oh, and lyrically? Easily. Oh, dude, I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of the three of us, I think one of us got an award, but it wasn't me, so they probably won. I also sucked at the spelling bee. Oh. I always performed really bad at spelling bees. So I don't know if I had an advantage with uh, any mental test or any knowledge test. But physically, yeah, oh, I could have fucked some girls up at that age. You know. I think I could fuck up girls now. If you would have asked, if I would have presented this question to myself a week ago, mm. I would have been with you. I would have been like, "Yes, you know what? You are right. There is no physical advantages and all this stuff." And is that no? What there saying? is definitely physical. Oh, that's, that, there is. There physical is advantages. definitely physical advantages. That exactly that's what I was trying to As say. Being a born male. Yes. As being a born male, but now in light of recent events, oh, I've changed my evil, wicked ways. Yeah, I believe that fair competition is open to everybody. Uh, the end. The newly awarded NCAA uh, swimming champion. Yeah, you were showing me this right before we started. Mm, Leah Thomas. Yeah, it's Leo a, Thomas. Leo, no, 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 <laughs> Leah, Leah. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Thomas. It was a Thomas. so they are competing as a swimmer mm-hmm. against a heat of four different other females. Right, and Leah Thomas was born a man mm-hmm. and was competing and was ranked. You said number two hundred. Uh, number two hundred for the male, mm-hmm. and then uh, finished number one for the uh, female female heat division. Damn, bro, that's crazy. Yeah, and now there's a light of black light. Backlash. You said blacklash? What the hell did I... You I'm, fucking racist. I've been work going to the gym watching WWE. Yeah, no, there's a little, a, bit bit of, a little bit of that too, you know. Yeah. Come on now. That's but, fucking crazy. It's crazy that the number 200 ranked male in swimming could beat all the females. And I don't think it's fair, by the way. I don't no. think that it's fair. Like, here are, you know, natural born females. I mean, this is a topic that's been open for discussion over the last few years. And it's very, very tough. I mean, there's there's a lot of controversy around, you know, people who uh, transition and want to be, a, you know, looked up. And, you know, with all due respect, that I completely understand, like, you consider and you feel like you're a woman or a man or sometimes neither. And you want to be treated as such. And, you know, if you transition from a man to a woman, mm-hmm. you want to do all the woman things, which means, you know, go to women's bathrooms compete in women's sports and listen we are two fucking idiots we are retarded we yes. have no right to talk about this we are two straight men and it kind of helps that we're not white we're so we're straight we, we, we can we can we can we're comment slightly about gay so that makes it a little bit better <laughs> we're uh confident in our sexuality i'm very confident in my sexuality mm-hmm. yeah and say, same with leah thomas very comfortable in her sexuality. Same with Leah Thomas. Uh, uh-huh. So I do feel bad for the backlash she, uh, she is receiving mm-hmm. because obviously, you know, she yeah. just, she was, a, and you know, uh, you know, real quick, the thing that I kind of like uh, support her in is she was a swimmer when she was a man. Mm-hmm. And now that she is a female, she wants to keep swimming. That's her favorite sport. She was competing in it. She probably felt like, you know what? I've always felt like a female and I want to undergo this process now is a good time to do it because it feels like people can be a lot more welcoming to the community and it's not as much backlash in the transition. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that part where she swam before she wants to keep swimming. And now she's like, well, it's, I guess it's not my fault that I'm beating these women. Yeah. I mean, cause naturally it's what they're doing before. It's like you mentioned in a couple minutes ago that, um, Another two minutes of silence. <laughs> what is it you're trying to say? Maybe I can help you. Um, you know what? Yeah, that's what this all this whole thing's about, ain't it? Um. Okay, three, two, one. Yes, no, and I completely agree with you. To live out your basic human right to live how mm-hmm. you want to be, right? And uh, Thomas uh, Pryor was a, a swimmer. Yeah, right? and then right, mm-hmm. like like you said, transition and all this stuff, and uh, it, is it wrong for them to, for her to still continue to swim? No. no, but is it also acceptable for the backlash that you know she's receiving now? Also, no, no, no yeah, and but it's then it's the a, other question is: is it fair to the natural born females who compete against her? Is that also fair? Because two things can be true mm-hmm. in the same situation. Is it fair that she's getting backlash for beating all these swimmers? That's not fair. Because no. she swam before. It'd be different if like, oh, I want to get into swimming, started swimming, was like, I suck as a guy. 
I'm going to transition. But she was swimming before, wants to keep swimming now that she's transitioned. Like, it, both things can be fair. Mm-hmm. Both things can be true as well. Like, it's not fair to the female she's beating. It's not fair to Leah Thomas, who is receiving all of a sudden all the backlash. And I see some hate that she was receiving online. It's like, hashtag Leah Thomas is the dude. It's like, yeah, that, that's, that's it. I've just seen a popular cool. hashtag going mm-hmm. around like that. The uh, hashtag support women's sports. Like, mm-hmm. you know. it's, it's very, very tough. Two things can be true. And also, mm-hmm. and I don't think there is a solution to this. No. It, it, I feel like if we're going to support women's sports, we should look more than just a, a, a flash in the pan, like a hot intention grab. Mm-hmm. You know, the, let's look at the this equality of pay. Uh, this this year or two years within these past two years mm-hmm. the uh, women's soccer leagues has settled a large settlement yeah. for equal the pay the US men's national team mm-hmm. uh, the men were getting paid more and this is actually very very interesting and um, I find it more interesting for the men's national team and the women's national team from America from the United States of America the greatest country on, on earth God bless God bless Hail Fauci uh, insert the national anthem here Oh, say can you see in the rocket's red glare? Something, there's something important in the, in the song. America, baby! Make America great again! That's a walk-off home run. Check, please. So I do find it very, very interesting with the U.S. situation because the men's soccer team in america is not very good Mm-mm. that's entirely a completely different argument why they're not good funding and whatnot fifa is a corrupt whole fifa is very corrupt yeah mm-hmm. that doesn't stop the u.s men's national team from sucking no so they had they didn't qualify for the last world cup which is like crazy right because only four countries qualify from north america and you think the biggest countries are canada u.s and mexico so all three of those should be a shoe-in. However, United States lost out in the last World Cup qualification. And for the next World Cup that's going to take place in mm-hmm. November and December, that's going to take place in Qatar. Qatar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. No corrupt FIFA decision mm. there. No. Uh, they might not qualify yet either. So the men's national team hasn't qualified for the last World Cup, and they have yet to qualify for the next World Cup. The women's American national team in America have won the most World Cups in female history. And they've won, I think, like three out of the last like five World Cups, which is crazy when you keep in mind that a World Cup is every four years. It's essentially like their Olympics for soccer. Yeah, it's the Olympics for soccer, essentially, every four years. So think about that. They have been dominant for generations and As opposed to the male side, which has been absent for like two two of them. Yeah. Eight years. Exactly. And two aren't terms. very good. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, they're squeaking by or like, damn, they just lost out. No, they're not very good. And just, you know, this generation of American players coming up looks interesting. But the fact that the females and the men don't get paid equally, not only that, I think the females should get paid more because they're actually bringing success to the American soccer community. Mm-hmm. They're actually out there winning. I mean, the female uh, tournaments do very, very well in terms of numbers, uh, viewership, 
and they're uh, promoting all these young ladies to get into soccer. Empowering. Exactly. You know, Alex Morgan, Abby Wambach, uh, R- Megan Rapino. These are all like really big names in Nike and American sports. How are they not only not getting paid as much as the Americans when they, uh, mm-hmm. American men when they get paid, these girls should be getting paid more. Oh, yeah. They're doing significantly better performance wise as your counterparts. And like like we're, like you were just saying about the merchandise and all this stuff with the Puma, the Nike, and the ad revenue, that it's almost ridiculous that they're not even e- almost equal to what they're getting paid. But they they won the court case, though, didn't they? Yeah, so they will, uh, going forward, re- whenever they represent, uh, it's different when like they represent clubs. Mm-hmm. So Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. athletes get paid uh, weekly from whatever team that they play for. So, like, we'll use Christian Pulisic, for example. Mm-hmm. He plays for Chelsea Football Club in England. He's America's best player. He's getting paid a salary weekly from Chelsea. So, when he represents America, he will get paid a certain amount for representing them, and usually from Nike. However, when the women represent America, they're now getting paid the same, and that still doesn't keep in to account how much they're getting paid for their clubs, which is mu- it's like ten percent, bro. Well, now see, I don't want to sound like a FIFA lawyer here mm-hmm. or whatever, but have we considered maybe the competition for the male side is a little bit more? No, yeah, I'm not disparaging yeah. any of that. Like, I'm not. Perha- about to say perhaps like, that there is a pay uh, discrepancy due to the fact that there's a level. No, absolutely, barrier. and and it's different because you know there's like so much more marketing and in men's sports and. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, women's sports are doing much better now. They're they're in a very healthy spot. There's, uh, of course, room to grow. Like, uh, mm-hmm. of course, there is, and we need to do better to make sure we're achieving that. We're not just like, yeah, women aren't getting paid as much, but oh, it's because it's not as competitive. It's like, well, it's very competitive. It's fucking, you know. And that that's that's been like the old joke for WNBA. Like, mm-hmm. why would I want to watch uh, the N- WNBA? <laughs> like. Women's sports, like, that used to be the old, like, low-hanging fruit for comedy. Once again, I want to say we are both fucking retards, and we have no right to talk about this. No. This is just our opinion. Both very, uh, we're not, I can't even hold a a candle of athleticism to any of these athletes. No, I actually played against uh, 13-year-old girls. This -hmm. was, like, one of the last few times I played soccer. This was three three to four years ago and um i played on a co-ed league for a couple weeks and the girls that my team played against uh were like representing the national team Mm -hmm. and they fucked us up dude they were like small and skinny and they fucking ran circles around us so the competitive level is there it was just fucking astounding to be like the natural Man, energy did. too, as like a young, you can throw yourself at anything. Oh yeah, it was it was amazing. I was like, damn, I really hope that they all succeed. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. It, it, it's just uh, you know, no matter how you cut it, it's just always going to be a difficult barrier. As you know, we become more progressive and mm-hmm. more accepting, and you know, where does that go into sports? You know, mm-hmm. no, definitely. I mean, because as far as corporate wise, we love it. <laughs> You know, as far as corporate corporate wise, every mm-hmm. month, you know, Sony goes out there, they change a little avatar, you know, and they support it for that month and then on to the next thing, whatever. Yeah, it's tough. Which, which is, you know, 
yes, there's awareness to it, but B, it's false awareness. Like mm-hmm. it's f- cheap love, fake. No, one hundred percent. That's that's the thing about most like uh, anytime I see a company doing something that's like we're in favor of gay rights or we're we stand with Ukraine. It's like yeah. Yeah, but what are you doing for that? You know who doesn't? My yeah. former employer. Your former employer? My former employer does not stand with Ukraine. Who's your all. former employer? Nestle. They don't stand with Ukraine? You haven't seen this at all? No. Oh, my God. There's a couple, you know, there's a lot of pressure on these big companies to pull out because of Putin's response mm-hmm. to the invasion. Or, I guess not response, his, his all out attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on. Unprovoked, maybe, or provoked? Who knows? Tune in next week on that special episode. <laughs> Definitely unprovoked. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of pressure from McDonald's and uh, the uh, fuck. Swift, the National Institute for of basically for any ATMs and yeah. uh, the currency, uh, the ruples, mm-hmm. pretty much garbage now. McDonald's pulled out. Starbucks pulled out. But. Nestle didn't. Nestle's still chilling. Nestle's still chilling. Same with a couple of other um, hedge funds and CEOs from America. They're like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> by by people saying that, I mean like the people that are like on the line, and no, none of the senators are. In, Ron Johnson. Yeah. There's this very popular video going around about eight different uh, U.S. senators that went to Russia in like 2018, 2019, right after uh, Russian probe. And uh, those guys have been very silent throughout this whole ordeal. As opposed to, like, Mayor Taylor Greene's come out and support, you know, uh, Russia. Uh, In support of Russia. Support of Russia. It's pretty sad. Of all the people that I've seen support Russia that's heartbreaking, uh, is uh, one of one of my uh, childhood uh, favorites is Kane. The, Kane, Kane, the WWE wrestler. Kane. Uh, Mayor Glare, Glenn Jacobs of uh, Knox County in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh said that uh, uh, might is right. You may not be in favor of Putin's decision, but history shows that what is done is done, you know, throughout history. What a psycho. All right, Kane. (laughs) One too many hair shots, you know. Yeah, one too many. Share shots, hair shots. Yeah, both. Mm Share shots. He had great hair. That is fucking wild. Yeah, he's a mayor now, you said? Yeah. It's, It's almost funny, though. It's... The more money you be, you make in life, it's better to become a politician so you can cushion yourself and, you know, help yourself a little bit more. Uh, I say that because, you know, Kane, and then you have the governor, the former governor of Minnesota, mm-hmm. Jesse the Body Ventura. I don't know if you were aware of that. I was not aware of that. He was a big 80s superstar, went to court with Vince McMahon for uh, unpaid hours. and mm-hmm. He was essentially one of the early goals for independent workers and unions. Like. Yeah. You can't treat us like animals. But, you know, there's just walking things of meat. Yeah. That eventually go into govern the body. <laughs> God damn. Who uh-huh. does let anybody into office, huh? Yeah. Who does like, yeah, got a man. Fuck, Jerry Springer was uh, the mayor of some fucking city. He got, you remember Jerry Springer, Yeah, right? of course. Jerry, Jerry. His ass um, was a mayor of some city. Then they found out that he was buying prostitutes by writing them a check and signing them himself, like from you know, they they traced the paperwork back to him taking funds from the uh, the mayor mayoral mayor the mayoral office. Yes, the mayoral funds. God, what a savage! Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Damn, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Did you watch Jerry growing up? 
I was more of a Maury guy. Uh, Maury was always too like heartbreaking. Yeah. You are not the father. Woo. <laughs> and then you'd always get the celebration. Uh-huh. Or like you get like the crazy ones like, he's been sleeping with your sister. Your sister's a dude. Takes off the wig and is like, oh, I told you you've been fucking this dude. And they're like, oh, my God, what? And the, the crowd's going wild like, yeah. oh. You know. Yeah, the crowd was like. He's banging a dude. <laughs> and the guy's like, who's like, what? She's, what? Oh. He's freaking out. There was one really viral one where uh, this guy was fucking this, you know, what he thought was a girl, mm-hmm. you know, going back to trans. But this is like 90s, 80s. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, it was like unheard of. The wild, of. wild west. Yeah, so he, this dude was fucking who he thought was a girl, and they came on the show, and he's like, "I got a secret to tell you," and he's like, "What is it?" And he takes off the wig, and he's like, "I was born a man," and he just like everybody's like, <gasps> and uh, the dude who uh, he's like, "All right, that's no big deal," and was like, Wah! Wah! and he's like, still still goes in, doesn't it? And like broke people went wild, and I was like, "Good for that guy." Mm-hmm. He's like, whoa, whoa. "That's someone with happiness right there." That's someone who's like, "Fuck it, dude! I'm getting more pussy than people in the audience." <laughs> <laughs> you know? hey, even if it's boy pussy, yeah, hey, pussy is pussy. Even if it's boy pussy, a hole's a hole. <laughs> love is love. You don't even need to have an orifice to, you know, love is love. Love is love, dude. You, you know what's nuts? What? Speaking of the subject of love and like orifices, mm-hmm. there's this movie on Netflix that I haven't come. <laughs> that's a poor choice of words this is a movie on netflix that hasn't uh been on my radar but i've heard about it mm-hmm. it's called um my teacher or okay. my squid teacher or my teacher right yeah and it's essentially it's a movie a documentary mm-hmm. about this um uh, late to middle-aged dude his wife has died and uh he's very depressed all real documentary mm-hmm. Uh, and he films himself getting back into hobbies, and the hobby is diving, right? And as he forms this intimate relationship with a squid, and like the whole the whole movie is called like my teacher, and like him like finding happiness and like love through like through the squid through the squid, but not like like a like a like a man's best friend like mm-hmm. this dude like intimate with a squid like oh like soft. I was like, what the hell? Then, you know, this is Netflix, right? You know, th- there's a long list of, of garbage, essentially, on there. Yeah. You know, with the release of Little Cuties, that was very controversial. Very controversial, yes. And then this one got stuffed underneath the radar because this is his light, softcore, fucking aqua bestiality. That is crazy. Did I say that right? Bestiality? Uh, aqua bestiality? Thank you. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, when Little Cuties came out, Somebody I know, some mom was like, can you believe what Netflix are doing and showing child pornography on TV for everybody to watch? She's like, I went on the phone and I called him and I told him how he felt. And I was like, you sat through, a, I'm, I'm guessing, a very long wait line oh, yeah. and a very long hold time. In order to tell Netflix, a billion dollar com- billion with a B, a billion company, to tell them that you weren't happy about that. Sit on the phone, listen to Adele, like "Hello from the other side." Uh, hello, Netflix. I, 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 I can't, I can't, I, I can't believe, I can't hello? believe. Hello, are you still there? I, I, w- 
I was perusing on Netflix looking for Paw Patrol. Oh, great, great. Yeah, we we love that you were scrolling through Netflix. And I saw this little eleven year old girl shaking her hippadusi. Her what now? <clears throat> her, her. I I can't even say it. I. I oh, you were watching the new show, Little Cuties, huh? It's obscene. Yeah, the, it's great, isn't it? The description says it's a empowering. All right, thank you for calling. Bye. In reality, though, that's what it would have been. Yeah, it, it would have been that. It would have been on fly. Facebook. It would have been on. Uh, they would have gone to uh, their own Facebook group, their own uh, iMessage chat group. And Netflix were like, "We don't give a fuck." Nothing. Do you want to watch Squid Games? That's a great show. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Just watch Squid Games. Forget the other one." <laughs> You like comedy? Here's <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, you reminded me of a story that I really love uh, when you said the squid teacher. Uh. So scientists were like, can we teach dolphins English? Oh, God. Have you heard this story? This is the one where the... Uh, uh, a fe- yeah, l- a, a let female? Me just, let me just keep going, right? All right. So they had a female teacher trying okay. to teach dolphins English. And there's a very, like, most people know about the story, but it's still fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. They're trying to teach dolphins language and, you know, teach them, them words to see if they can respond. And, you know, they're going and they're just not getting quite results. And they're young dolphins there. We got to teach the dolphins young so that as they grow older, it's embedded in them. Mm. Like, so, like a reward system. Right. And it's a female t- uh, teacher trying to teach them. And scientists are checking in. They're like, what's going on? Is it going? They're like, man, I'm really not progressing. Like, we'll get good results one day. And the next day, they're all, like, fucked up. And, you know, they don't want to learn anything. They're all hot and wild. Like, could we maybe release a female dolphin into the tank with them? And they're like, we can't because the male dolphins will literally, like, rape the female dolphin to death. Mm -hmm. And it will ruin their studies, too. Right. And then they're just going to, like, be all horned up and try to fuck and... So what the female teacher, human female teacher, would start to do is like essentially start pleasuring the dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, inseminating, mm-hmm. but with, you know, with without collecting the sperm. Right. So she was pleasuring the male dolphins, and then they were really receptive. To a wishy-washy. Yeah, they were extremely receptive and were learning a lot of English, and it looked like studies were going well. But then they became so focused on trying to get pleasure. That they stopped giving a fuck about English. Mm-hmm. So they kept, you know, they were starting to lose funding and they we need to show results. What is going on with these dolphins? And in order to try to get the dolphins to stop wanting pleasure and focus on studies alone, that like, we gotta break these diamonds, we gotta break these dolphins' brain somehow in order for them to stop wanting to fuck all the time. So the female teacher along with the dolphins took acid together. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, they all took acid together. And <laughs> then uh, they came back and were like, how's the uh, lessons going? They're like, well, yeah, great. They just took all acid together. And they're like, they did what? <laughs> the teacher and the dolphins took acid. They're like, yeah, they're, yeah, we're pulling funding immediately. What the fuck is all this about? Fucking San Francisco, California. <laughs> I, I can't remember if this it, was in England. I think it was in England. That sounds right. But the the depravity the, the, the that goes on Cross seas, I totally believe it. It was either. I mean, look yeah. at Prince Andrew. Look, look at that scandal. Prince Andrew, Jeffrey. Yeah, Epstein. what's yeah. Oh, with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not Dirty a, dog. Not, not a good look, huh? But it, but that's 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 crazy though, because like, 
there's other studies of it's crazy that people form that intimacy with like animals right mm -hmm. that that aren't able to develop in the in the human life you know it's fucking wild and I love my dog. Mm -hmm. I would never drop acid with my dog. No, I would never. Okay, I I, I fed him CBD dog gummies. Yeah, just to kind of like you know chill out, chill out and go. Do to they sleep. chill out? They do, a hundred percent. They go. They just they just go into a little doggy. Part bed. of that. Part of that to me feels unethical because like yeah. the dog's not giving you consent to drug him. No. <laughs> No, but, but it, get, it but, gets him a good night's sleep. But it's also unethical when I'm trying to go to the bathroom and like my bulldog. I mean, not my bulldog, my pit bull. I say he's the bulldog because mm -hmm. his fucking f head is so huge. Yeah, right. He's a, a pit bull mixed with something, but he just barges into the bathroom when I'm pooping. Just like, oh, that's not. Yeah, that's yeah. unethical too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I drug him too. Yeah, eye for eye, right? Yeah, and um, I also have a very small dog. It, I mean, he's tiny. He's like 15 pounds. Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him gummies. No, he. You'd probably kill him. You'd probably be sleeping for a for the whole day. Yeah, and then he'd wake up like, "Whoa, <laughs> where the fuck was I?" I gotta go outside. Yeah, I need to. But I mean, to check some shit. To, to take acid with like an animal. Uh, there's this famous story, right? Uh, Robin Williams, mm -hmm. you know, famous comedian that killed himself. Yeah, hung himself, either through erotic asphyxiation or whatever. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Um, Robin Williams formed a friendship with a famous gorilla named Coco. Oh, yeah. Coco the this gorilla. heartbreaking. Uh-huh. And uh, he would come over there and he would, like, uh, interact with the gorilla, make mm -hmm. it make her laugh. And, like, the gorilla they even was... sign language. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gorilla was so smart that they would she would interact with Robin mm -hmm. Williams. Like, she was, like, visually happy. Like, oh, it's my friend, right? And um, was it the passing of Robin Williams? So they, yeah, so if memory yeah. serves correct, they, so Robin passed away and they told Coco the gorilla mm -hmm. and like, bro, she was heartbroken, like visually and they were like going through it in the like sh telling her and yeah, she was just like. She was, but she, if you, if you, you can go on YouTube and just type in Coco the gorilla, but uh, visually it's so strong and like heartbreaking because like yeah. they first tell the news to the gorilla and the gorilla like at a face value doesn't like automatically like like does sign mm -hmm. language like oh okay coco said he's go yeah yeah coco said he's gone and then like he's just, she goes away to her cave and then she starts crying yeah, like she wild. like hearing the a sad girl my heart's i'm getting it's, goosebumps it's horrible just, oh. Yeah, I remember when that happened, like, because it went super viral, obviously, and mm -hmm. I remember when that happened, I was just like, God damn, dude, like, who knew that they would have such a good bond together? It was really eye-opening for me, because, like, I I sound like a, a a very depressed gorilla when I'm sad. <laughs> just, like, the the noises that Coco was making is similar to what I what I make after, like, a quarter bottle of gin. Just, <laughs> <laughs> do you cry when you get drunk no no i used to when i was 21 yeah but cry i mean like blackout and the cry about life yeah you know like in very nihilistic i was never uh sad by nihilistic guy. i mean bill nye like in my review oh um, you just would want to watch bill, bill nye, nye when you're drunk <laughs> no no nihilism baby come on now no when i would get drunk i've never been like a crier when i'm drunk I've never been a sad person when I'm drunk. I'm very aggressive, like, but it, there's levels to it, you know. Obviously, like, I'm not mm -hmm. like an aggressive drunk and start beating my fiance. No, that's no. Not what I, I had this. That's uh, not what I do anymore. 
I had this Hulkamania phase where I didn't beat my fiance or mm-hmm. beat my my exes or mm-hmm. whatever. But I was just like, go Hulkamania by like take my shirt off and like literally flex and like oh like you know, I would have my friends kick me or like you know do like wrestling moves on yeah. me. That that one video for the uh, last when you episode. got kicked in the face. Yeah, that was a, that was a drunken. Was it? That was oh. wild, dude. You just mm-hmm. got fucking. Young, I was young. I could throw my body around and you just have people throw things at my body. Caked in the face. Always. I I want to like break a table, like those folding tables and like chairs. Like I just want to slam them on the ground and fucking completely. I'll tell you what. Uh, as a twenty six year old man now, yeah, I've had a, a long list of chairs I've broken, and it's not fun. Why it's not? It's not fun. Oh, you. How many chairs have you broken? None. Nine? Uh, no, none. No, I don't <clears throat> think I've broken any chairs. Oh, I'm like I'm undefeated when it comes to chairs. Yeah. I'm talking about plastic chairs, computer chairs. I just want to grab one and slam it against the ground. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a couple of like those folding tables, like those party folding tables. I've seen you like, squad. You can elbow, break some fucking elbow. chairs. Oh, could I easily? Easily, easily. easily. Just you, you yeah. just got to ass to grass, ass to grass. Have I done it though? No, unfortunately. No. I want to do like a front flip into a folding table. That's my that's my life, life lifelong goal. Hey, well, we can uh, try to get that together for your bachelor party. Dude, for Juan's bachelor party, let's just buy like oh. eight fucking tables. Like, all right, everybody break it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? We could do that or, or hear me out. Bachelor party. This games. I've never been to a bachelor party nor know what to expect. But I'm assuming it's similar to a kid's birthday party, but with a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Right? So, pin the tail pin the tail on the donkey. Yeah. Smash your friend through a table. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Beer right. pong? Yeah. Table pong. Yeah. Oh, or I yeah. guess that wouldn't work. That's beer Throwing pong is table pong. tables into tables. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Lifts idea. and tables? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, um, I would love that. That, that. That's the ideal, you know? Yeah. You know, oh, every... Juan's not a very listen. He pretends to be this like macho, like exactly. Ooh, you, I, I look fucking. I want boobs in my face. Yeah, he's a fucking softy. Mm. He's a soft ass dude. He's, he's all nature and birds. No testosterone in his dude. I I only see him drink out of plastic. Mm-hmm. I only see him buy frozen food. So I mean, in my opinion, lowest testosterone in the room. All the testosterone he had, he gave to Leo Thomas. Yeah, dude, they were looking for donors, and I remember Juan signing up. You know, Mm -hmm. he's got to pay for that wedding somehow. Weddings are, you know, but as I'm finding out, they're quite expensive. Oh yeah, but it's it's for it's for a good time, you know. There's a there's a show that was going around. I think it's still out there. It's a mortgage or marriage. (laughs) Mortgage or marriage. Yeah, people. That's wild. Couples would like uh, go on this TV show and like, oh, like, are we gonna spend eighty thousand dollars on this house? Or we're just gonna have the best night ever, and the surprising amount of people that pick the best night ever is amazing. As opposed to like, yeah, let's secure this house. Yeah, let's you know. Yeah, but I also think that's a very cynical way to think. But like at the same time, you, you can have both. You can eat your cake. You can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, one hundred percent. You just got to deal with the repercussions. I guess yeah. I you mean, know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a trip planned later this year. Like I'm going to Europe and it's going to be also very expensive, but I can't be like, but on the plus, on the flip side, I was to go, I was supposed to go to bad bunny last week and me and my fiance made the decision, like, let's sell the tickets because right now what's more important is securing the trip and like making sure we have food on the table. Like you can have your cake and eat it, Mm -hmm. but you're still going to gain the weight. 
Like you, like you can have. I've never heard that metaphor before, but I fucking love it. You can definitely have your own cake. You can bake it, put frosting on it, put sprinkles, but you are going to gain the weight. Mm -hmm. Like nobody talks about that. They say you you can bake the cake and not eat it. No, motherfucker, you can definitely eat it. There is just a lot of consequences. And and that's you you know why nobody talks about that because that's a fucking food and health lobbyist changing the <laughs> the economic system. It's it's the society we fucking live in. But you you make a good point though. That's a that's a very I don't know if I would have made that same call. It's obviously you can have I would have gone to to Europe poor hunger yeah, and it's like <laughs> that's not what we want to do. Like we want to go to Europe but we can't go to fucking bad money. Like so you just but if you do, if you do decide, listen, I want to go to Bad Bunny or I want to buy, t- you know, we love The weekend. We've talked about The weekend mm-hmm. a lot. He's touring Doja Cat. That's fucking sick. Do I want to go see that concert? Absolutely. Should I go see that concert? Absolutely not. Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow. Doja Cat? Yeah, dude. I <sighs> love Doja Cat. Um, I might have to go snag some tickets for that. They're like $300, $400 at bed. They're very expensive, yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, listen... You can live the lifestyle you want mm-hmm. and still have a wedding, but guess what? If you don't plan accordingly, if you don't eat tuna for two weeks, like you're gonna fucking you're you're gonna suffer from it. It should be marriage or mortgage, or there's there's got to be a third option, you know, because you can do both. Well, I think that's what the Chinese edition of that is: marriage, mortgage, or prison education camp. Like the Uyghur Muslims over there. <laughs> yeah, you see? See, I mean, there is different alterations to it. Yeah, I mean, you, you could work work off your wedding. Yeah. I mean, good. Does that, you, you know what? They, You know, festivals, music festivals have volunteer programs. I love music festivals. Mm-hmm. I, oh, they do have volunteer programs, don't they? Yeah, they do. Fuck, oh, that'd be sick. For a, for a wedding? Dude. And I love music festivals. Just go work like four days at a music festival. You still listen to all the music. You just help, you know, molly dub kids get their mm-hmm. water and hydration. And just like, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Like, I'm still listening. Like, it's kind of sucky, but at least I'm here. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know the... If you if you were catering for a wedding, you should have your own wedding, too. They should have a contest. You know, that, As a volunteer program for the festivals, mm-hmm. if you work the banquets for a wedding and... At the at the moment when they throw the fucking flowers, yeah, it's fair game. Anybody that's working and that's invited oh, to the I wedding agree. party, I agree. Fair game. Yeah. In fact, the food there, give it to the banquet service too. Come on, man. Uh, I have to step away to pee real quick. Hell I'm yeah. not gonna pause it or anything. All right, no, we'll, we'll keep this going to myself. Yeah. Speaking of banquets, I uh, I've been a couple of banquets guy, and you know what? I won't be one to say that I haven't taken some food out for some plates. <laughs> you know, I I won't be. There's no shame here, folks. Well, this is a very tell all open tell book podcast. This is you, me, and the viewers. You know, and there's no shame here. You know, we've who am I to throw a first stone for taking a baguette from a plate or a Corbin chicken blue? All right, delicious broccoli, mozzarella. Shame on me for not taking it, and shame on you for shaming me for taking food from another man's plate or a child. Nonetheless, and if you were in my position, would you have done it? I ask you, the viewers. The viewers. The viewers. The people of America. You know what the best item I've ever taken from a plate? What's the best thing you've stolen from a restaurant? 
back in the GI days, yeah. they're French toast. You still? How did you steal French toast? Just off the people's plates when I took it back. I said, "Is this?" Oh <laughs> that's savage shit, bro. Well, some of these old old folks with their dentures wouldn't eat it, and it's like the sweet banana bread, the sweet banana bread uh, toast. It's fucking, like, you know, I the, think it was like banana Foster uh, French toast. Oh. It was ridiculous. I, I'm not a big sweet guy for breakfast, mm. but I do remember some of the French toast we were making was like out of this world. Delicate. Decadent. Decadent, a delicacy. Mm-hmm. It is wild to be like, yeah, I'm going to start my day with a thousand calories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start my day and end my day. Like, Bro, you know what's crazy? Uh, I remember, so when I was a, uh, you know, young uh, tech school student. When you were a young warthog? When I was going to a gateway technical college, mm-hmm. uh, we would have to go to like um, job visits every now and then. So we would literally go to like a construction zone where they're like building a house or like a building. And we'd get a tour. And, you know, we would carpool, like, me and two other guys. And, uh, like, oh, you know, let's go get breakfast real quick. Like, we got time. Mm-hmm. So we go get breakfast. And I get, you know, whatever, like, the big breakfast that comes with eggs, pancakes, sauce. You know, essentially everything, right? You get a little bit of sweet. You get eggs. You get your nutrition. Somebody else got, like, a McMuffin. And, the, like, the working person's breakfast. Right. So <laughs> me and two do, me and the other guy were like, yeah, you know, let's get something normal. The fucking there was this one guy had two cinnamon rolls, that was his breakfast, and I saw him house these two. Cin- I'm like, were they big or were they just like small? They were or- fucking massive. Like <laughs> they were a full on cin- right? Like, oh. and I'm like, bro, you're starting off. That's your- 2,400 calories easily right there. Easily. Oh, and like, no coffee, no water, just like. Just how ha- I think he had orange juice to be honest. Mm. Just how pure more sugar, <laughs> two cinnamon rolls, bro. Wash it down with sugar. I, I was bewildered. I was, I'm like, dude, I feel bad about having these pancakes. This motherfucker's having two McDonald's cinnamon rolls for breakfast, bro. It's, what, what does he think this is? Auntie A's, or I was uh, like, dog, you know, what, like, are you dying soon? Like, are you just like, fuck it. Like, I'm dying in two weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. There's kids in Mexico that would die for that. Bro, I was dying looking at him <laughs> eat that shit. I'm like, what is wrong with you, bro? Uh, that's 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 the American uh, food system. You know what I was thinking, too? Mm. And I've been noticing this a lot more lately. I don't know if it's just me, but I was like, is the American sugar industry getting into uh, vitamins? Because I feel like I'll see a lot, a lot of gummies quote-unquote that are vitamins fuck and i was like i've been noticing it more and more lately i dead ass isis bought vitamins uh for my siblings are they gummies yes they're all gummies they're all multivitamins um ones for hair ones for uh everyday use and all yeah. that stuff and they're all gummies like Dude, flintstone what, gummies that's why i was like i don't know i was thinking about it because i was you know i i try to take raw vitamins like as much as i can mm-hmm. like I, you know a daily system and I was going down the aisles and I'm like, gummies, get your vitamin C gummy, get your vitamin D3 gummy, get your ashwagandha gummy, melatonin gummy. I'm like, I feel like this is recent. I feel like in the last couple of years, is this like, you know, sugar being, because if you look at the nutrition facts of how much like actual vitamin is in there compared to like if you were just to take the pill, like it's a significant amount less. Mm-hmm. There was this famous uh, uh, documentary, uh, "Harder, Better, Stronger," that detailed the uh, the 
the loopholes and how uh, lax oh the the FDA not the FDA rules. with supplements yeah, yeah the supplements I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about yeah, that's and, an amazing documentary mm-hmm. and then it came out the same people that produced it the Kevin Ball I think his name is mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Ball and uh, his brother produced uh, a new leaf which is a, a pretty much a movie about CBD and uh, medicinal marijuana mm-hmm. and the, the the pro uses there is to that right and uh, you make it you make it very interesting point because. They're all essentially our gummies, and I have friends that take the mel- mel- melatonin, right? Mm-hmm. The, the sleeping pills help you age you sleepy time, right? And it's all gummies, you know. It's all gummies, bro. That's why I'm, I, I, I don't know. I just find it really confusing because I feel like it's. I didn't start noticing it until I started making a point of it. Mm-hmm. Like just every every vitamin in the last like couple years, I've seen like this has to be new. Like there's that really big uh, brand. I think they're called Oilo. A I O O, but they have these like really cool packaging. They're like uh, kind of hip. Not, I want to say hipster. They but do. Like, they do look like very like artsy mm-hmm. in packaging. Yeah. I'm like, man, I feel like I've seen these a lot more lately. And again, with all the other vitamins, like multivitamins, like on gummy, it's like, dude, each fucking gummy is like 300 calories. So now you're, you're like, yeah, I'm taking my vitamins, but like you're also eating skittles yeah. like what the fuck it's the equivalent of is? that guy eating breakfast like i'm eating breakfast but he's eating like cinnamon rolls and yeah like, when we were kids we were eating cinnamon toast crunch and frosted flakes yeah there's know? actually no nutrition to that whatsoever mm-hmm. breakfast of champions that's yeah i know i just bought a captain crunch is that what it's called is that the one with uh it's like the yellow pirate with yeah the yeah, I bought some Captain Crunch last week because I'm like, fuck it. Captain Crunch Pebbles? Oh, dude, they're just amazing. You know, I'm a big shell for life. Life cereal? Yeah. The little, like, life and kicks. What's your number one cereal? Special K. Special K? I love Special K. That rice, you know, all my cereals I just described are all grain. K? They're all corn-based or, uh, uh, yeah, they're all corn-based. Special K, frost, uh... Special K, Life Cereal, and Kicks. That's wild, dude. You're Yellow Pops, Corn Pops. I do love Corn Pops. Corn Pops are like my number one. Uh, yeah. uh, Lucky Charms are always good. And like uh, Captain Crunch, bro. Just, but you can't go wrong with Fruity Pebbles. Bro, Fru- like you just fill up the fucking bowl with Fruity Pebbles and then you add like a, a spoon of milk and then you just go to town. I'm more in touch with my feminine side. Mm-hmm. So I go more of a Fruity Loops kind of cereal. Fruit Loops? Mm-hmm. Fruity Loops. You're a fan of Fruit Loops. The the Toucan Sam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those juice man. You know, you I, serious after this. I I I wouldn't serenade and you know seduce a squid, but that Toucan Sam, with that beak, doggy. Dude, doggy with eating, that beak. Eating your balls from the back. Whoa, dude, his beak is deep in your ass. That's a that's a classy bird. First off, he wouldn't be doing anything like that. Dude, he would definitely be sucking your balls from the back. No, no, dude, no. it's a toucan. What else does he know how to do? The toucan would probably be self pleasuring his his coleta. Co- 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 don't they have a coleta? Oh, I have no idea. Co- fuck, I'm I not a bird it. expert. It's a it's a pee and uh, poop hole. Coleta, coleta. Where's Jamie? Can you look that up, Jamie? We need a Jamie in here. We need an intern. <laughs> we need to start. Expanding. We'll get a we'll get a summer intern. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll go to the zoos and save somebody that's gonna develop an inappropriate relationship with an animal. It would be like him. We need him on our team. Hey, that guy! Don't stop! (laughs) Stop! Stop taking photos! Come here! (laughs) Uh, It's for research. 
<laughs> yeah. Gochino. Yeah. Fucking nasty, filthy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, that's just human nature. Man, human we're, nature is wild, huh? We're all we're, we're all a bunch spi- of fucking crazy people. Spiteful, horny beast. Yeah. I mean, the first early tales of mermaids are just semen fucking these whale-looking creatures. Yeah, yeah. what's with that? What I don't understand the fascination of mermaids. Like, are you just that horny that the moment you see, like, anything moving in the water, you're like, there's one there. Ooh, oh, shit, that's a curve. <laughs> is anything cur- curver- curvaceous? Bro, the life of a pirate is just, like, wild to me. I was joking with Juan the other, the other day. If fucking inflation keeps going up, we're going to have to result back to piracy. And I'm not talking about online piracy. I'm talking about the old days of getting our homies together, robbing Amazon trucks. Those Amazon trucks mm-hmm. are going to be the new... Pirate ships? Yeah, dude. There's Amazon trucks being robbed currently. <laughs> really? Yeah. Instead of like uh, robbing like uh, obviously like a safe. Mm-hmm. What are those called? Those like safety trucks where they carry money? Yeah, armored trucks. Oh, those trucks, armor armed trucks. trucks yeah. yeah. So instead of people robbing those, they're like pulling up on Amazon drivers and just like while they're delivering a package and it's parked, they'll just pull up behind it. And like he's an Amazon driver, he's not gonna risk his life for yeah, exactly fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, so they'll just like grab everything from the back and then run. Fuck. I know. So now they're trying to disguise Amazon trucks as something else. Dude, that's unbelievable. But that's the state of the nation, though. I mean, that's what we're resulting to. You know, it's fucking wild, dude. See what happens? You put four dollars a gallon for gas. Four dollars a gallon, dog. You re- you make us des- desperate times. Go for desperate men. But Easy times make hard men. Hard <laughs> men make harder men, and then these hard men have sex with each other because they're hard. It's a, it's a it's a bloody shame, really. <laughs> it's a bloody shame. <laughs> these men aren't cleaning their room, <laughs> and we need to focus. We need you cannot disparage the nuisance of wanting to be a man, and it's it's hard. It, it's it's so funny that like he became like a. A head figure for the alt right. If you're gonna be a hateful person and like look up to these idols, you need to find better idols than like some. First off, <laughs> Ben Shapiro, who's like this like five four, five four. Yes. Dude. Let go, Brandy. Feelings. Yes. Uh, I, and, and you know, I was I, I was I was born naturally a man. My sister is radiant. She's amazing and beautiful. I would love to be the father of my sister's baby, but I can't due to my Judeo Christian views. And then <laughs> if you do, if you, and then, then you get Ben Shapiro, then you got Candace Owens, who's just going crazy. You know what? I'm not going to sit here and talk about the all right heroes over here. Yeah, we're not going to give them a platform on our no, podcast. No. We're here to talk about wine, food, news, and our childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Let's let's touch on some childhood trauma. I like some trauma. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Uh Things that you were shameful about? Because that's what I was thinking about. Shameful about? Shameful. There's a lot of shit I'm shameful about, but, you know, if I let it keep me up at night, I'm like, what's the point? Oh, I'm not going to change anything. This thing came across my YouTube feed, right? Uh-huh. It's called Cart Narc. Cart Narc? Bro, you showed me that, and I was like, what is the point of this? Exactly. This dude just pulls okay, out so his phone. Let's let's tell the viewers and listeners what this is. So, essentially, it's a dude that pulls out his phone. And kind of like shames you for like not putting your your shopping your shopping cart, cart back mm-hmm. in one of the aisles that it needs to go in. It, it, it first off, it's an invasion of privacy. Second off, 
You're showing I, people's license plates. Uh-huh. I mean, Wait, definitely not. And, cool. he, and he's just making fun of them. But at the same time, like, there's some, I don't know. It's uh, adrenaline. Because, like, at, at one point, I was that guy. I would, I would, ne- my ideology is like, well, they're getting paid for this. They might as well walk to here, right? They're getting walked to aisle three. They might as well make it to aisle seven. Uh-huh. And for the viewers at home thinking that I'm a big piece of shit, A, yes. B, I was a car pusher. So, you know, come see, come saw. Yeah. And that's why I stopped tipping waiters and servers so badly. Because I became a waiter and server, and I got that badly. And you're like, this isn't fun. Yeah. I, I've, I, If you talk to some of my close friends, I would deadass leave, like, change for tip. Oh, bro. That's so disrespectful. Very disrespectful. This is my Hulkamania days. Running around Damn, wild. Damn, bro. Yeah. That, that's awful. And then you got to the industry, and you're like... I, I hate it when people call it industry. I feel like that's a common thing now. This has been more prevalent. Well, you know, Has it always been called the industry? service industry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people always call the service industry. Oh god, the industry, the service industry. Well, I mean, when people refer to like the industry, they could talk about whatever topic they were just talking about. Yeah, true. If and we, the TV if, we show. if we got into farming, we'd be like, yeah, then you got into the industry, huh? Well, that's agriculture. Well, it's still an industry now. The industry of agriculture. That's true. Yeah, the industry of a good old land stuff. Do yeah. you, you think you ever cut it as a as a land? It's a rancher. You know, I've thought about it, and it, it would be a very simple mindset, but it would also simple. be... Simple? No, 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 This not simple. No, like, I'm simple, Jack. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> but I mean, like, you're just worried about what's on your land, and that's it. But now there's all these mm-hmm. other factors where it's like, you know, Walmart lowballing you, and, you know, all these other things, and well, you got to build a corn maze in order to make some money, mm-hmm. and, like, you're just breaking even. And then there's also then there's a law that comes along with it. Uh, some of these tractors are like haven't been repaired in years because it costs them a bunch of money. Uh, it's so, sort of what the iPhone was doing in Europe, and that they lost the lawsuit mm-hmm. for the right to repair. So if your your iPhone or any of your mobile devices were to get damaged, mm-hmm. you would have to send it into Apple. Yeah, the the manufacturer as opposed to like a third party, and uh, that's a that's a law here in America that's. Uh, handicapping a lot of farmers is the fact that they don't have the resources to go to a third party to repair these old machines. They have to go to John Deere and mm-hmm. and they're like, just got the new one. Exactly. So this one works just fine. And that's how I repent for my shameful ways of not putting my cart back mm-hmm. and potentially being, you know, having the camera and being told at me like, you lazy piece of shit, put this cart back. I spread awareness for farmers yeah. to our blue collar folks in America. Exactly. They need more love. They need mm-hmm. more help. What What about you, Papa? What What, what What's something um shameful from shameful. your younger days? Oh man, I mean, dude, I was a real piece of shit. I was a. Re- I mean, I think I was a real piece of shit up until like last year, and even last year, I'm like, growth. growth. It's about growth, man. I mean, so I was just reckless, dude. I I the big thing that I'm like really shameful of is the way I treated teachers. Oh, like, dude, I was just such a bad kid. Like I would just talk back to them and like make comments in the middle of class and you're a big class clown. Yeah, but I wasn't doing it to like fuck the teacher. That was never the point. It was always I'm trying to make everyone in the room laugh and like me. Get a pop from the room, hell yeah. Yeah, but it was just man. There was like one teacher specifically that was my eighth grade math teacher. That bro, she went through the ringer. Like we were already kind of like a bad class. It was a pretty small class. There was mm-hmm. maybe like twelve students. So all of us really got along. And, like, from day one, she was like, why do you call my son steroids? 
because her son was in my in my like graduating class and he was like you know very strong for his age and i'd be like look at this fucking steroid freak <laughs> and like bullying him and i would bully a lot of kids too that was my now I, were you in high school or were you like younger? no this was eighth grade sixth oh grade. yeah he had it coming <laughs> any overachiever you gotta bully them yeah you think so you gotta get it right in their head like what are you jacked up yeah what are you you, you, you think you could spend hours working hard at something and not be bullied for it? You fucking nerd. But yeah, no, I felt really bad about the way I treated her specifically. And like the way I, you know, I mean, I was just constantly getting sent to the office. And mm. like, dude, especially during elementary school, the amount of times I had to call my parents to like pick me up. So many detentions. The amount of headaches that we cause our parents. I brought a cigarette to school one time. What the fuck? When I was in second grade because I found one outside my house. And I just brought it to school and I had it in my hoodie pocket and I was like showing people and I'm like, Badass. I'm like, look at this shit, bro. No, it's a cigarette. And you were a wild kid. Dude, I was barking wild. at kids and. I did bark. <coughs> I was barking at girls when I was in high school. Mm. Oh, you were, that was your dad's high school you do then? I did that in high school. I thought that was middle school. It wasn't doing. a weekly thing, but I did it like maybe two or three times. I don't blame you. DMX, totally. Rough Riders Troll, Rough Dude, Riders I was, Anthem. I was wild in high school. <coughs> Like, how did Noah just, like, how did teachers not sit me down and were like, this kid needs help. He needs fucking therapy now. Like, we need to medicate him and make him a vegetable. Because my anxiety and depression were through the roof. I was just out of my mind. I was, I was a senior. I'm a pretty dumb kid. I'm a pretty dumb guy in general, right? You think so? I would say I so. I would say you're dumb. Took me, I was 20 years old to fight, figure it out that, how to ride a bike. I was 25 years old to figure out that female dogs have periods. I'm I'm serious, Doug. Well, that's more ignorance. Than anything else. <laughs> ignorance is bliss. <laughs> exactly. And uh, no, but uh, when I was a kid, uh, you never learned to ride a bike as a kid. No, I was always a scooter guy, big scooter boy. I was just afraid of falling. You know? Scooter boy, I'm a scooter boy. I don't scooter know. boy, I'm a scooter boy. Is it ever living? I like razor scooters and small scooters. I like razor scooters. And small scooter, scooter boy, scooter boy. Oh, that's my song, scooter boy. Oh, that's yours. That's my song. Yeah. Oh, that was ever living. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, uh, he was a scooter boy. Do 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 boy. Yeah, there we go. You know, we got a little melody. Yeah, going. that's all. That's all. Yeah. I like ever living. God bless her. God bless her soul. But hope she's doing well. No, it's crazy though. Um, you didn't learn to ride a bike till you're 20 years old. No. Very scary. And I learned in the hardest, most difficult way possible. Cause, uh, On a okay. fucking speed bike so that you had to like check the gears and shit. I wish. That would have been easier. I, I learned it when I was in Thailand, right? The main mode of transport <laughs> is, is bike. bike. Right. Yeah. And like it, you can go to any place and rent a bike for like fucking 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, they take a copy of your ID. You go back. You you know, it's like renting a car, but with a bike, right? 50 bucks for a week or what? Yeah. For like a, it's a simple mountain bike mm-hmm. right and uh i that was the, that was the best way to travel and uh my host who's this, who's this european guy he took me to like a like a like a a school on the weekend mm-hmm. was, so there wasn't any kids there to ride so you had to tell him like dude i do not know how i don't to know how to ride, ride. he said like why don't you just rent a bike uh-huh. it's like I, I don't know how to ride a bike he's like oh my god he then he started like how can you be 20 years old? And like, he just went into me like, you're 20 years old and you don't know how to ride a bike? He's like, yeah, man. So he, he took me 
across the street to a school and we went empty parking lot and, yeah essentially and i went in circles on a bike right yeah and i was like wow this is super easy yeah it's very easy and to the point where i got so confident one thing that's funny i i, I mentioned this in the last podcast but acapulco has stray pigs right yeah he's wild feral pigs mm-hmm. Thailand, on the other hand, has stray dogs. These wild, feral, maggy dogs. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm I'm riding, I'm riding, and uh, I'm going back to the to my host to where I was staying. And it's getting late at night, and I'm not that confident on it, right? You know, I'm confident enough to go through the motions, the mm. pedal, and all that stuff. And then I hear just like in the darkness, and I look to my like these loose dogs are following me. I'm pedaling my ass so. By the way, so when I was out there teaching, I would wear the attire of a teacher. I'd be out there sweating my fat ass in these khakis, <laughs> a tie, a, a dress shirt. I looked apart as a teacher. So I'm coming back from the market looking for food in my attire, right? I'm pedaling, you know, like, oh, my fuck. I'm going to get bitten. I'm going to get fucked up by these dogs. It got to the point where these dogs got onto my trail and, like, instead of, like, like kicking them or like you know because i i have no balance yeah so any interaction with a dog i'm on the ground yeah on unfair advantage dogs get me so i got off my bike jumped off and i just stood my ground like a big fucking bear like oh oh," like yelling help help like first off i'm in thailand yeah nobody knows what the fuck i'm saying i'm screaming for help you know there's dogs on me essentially and uh, yeah, the dogs just backed away. As like I just stood there with the bike, just like essentially have I had the bike yeah. as a fucking shield thing, like a like You're a like, buffer. I'm, I'm gonna fucking throw this bike uh, at the dogs. Oh, like a buffer. If these dogs jump me, they're gonna get the bike first. Yeah. And uh, yeah, very very scary, very uh, very fast. But yeah, that's just the character of a dumb kid I am, right? The dumb, you know, <laughs> ignorant. Ignorance is bliss. I was ignorant for <clears throat> sure. And uh, you know, it brings me back to my my childhood days. You know. I uh very naive, very uh. Aren't most kids naive though? Yeah, I guess so. That like, is true, obviously, right? looking back at it, you're like, oh, I can't believe that I wasn't aware. But it's like, yeah, but nobody was. That's true. Like we would just be out till like nine in the night and just like around strangers and just like, oh yeah, fine. Um, bro, you, you want to hear a crazy story? Mm. So me and my friend were at a park. And there was a park. So back in the trailer park that I used to live, mm. there was a small park there. You live in a trailer park too? Mm-hmm. Trailer park yeah, boys. Yeah, trailer park boys. What's up? So there was a park in the middle of the community where like they had basketball, they had like swing set, like a bunch of random shit, right? No big deal. And I was very young. I was maybe like 11 or 12. And we're, me and my friend are about to go to the park. And these kids were like, no, you guys can't come in. And we're like, What? But there was, like, a group of, like, five or six dudes that were, like, maybe freshmen in high school. And there was this one girl with them. And, like, the girl was older than me and my friend. And we're, like, what? we just want to go play. And they're, like, no, you guys can't come in. You guys can't come to the park. Come to find out the next day, one of the kids that rode my bus were, like, dude, they, like, they were just, they weren't, like, running a train on her. But they were essentially just, like. Groping her. Yeah. Mother, yeah. And, like, she was okay with it. That That's, that's. <sighs> I just remember being like, what? Uh huh. Like, that's crazy. You had to touch boobs? Because, like, being a young kid, like, you just like, oh, I missed out. And then you look back in the, and like, and you're like, dude, that girl was fucked up in the head. Yeah, like, damn, like, essentially 
a, a scene out of a Harvey Weinstein movie. Literally. But kid edition. Yeah, it was fucked, dude. Mm. But I'm just really remembering that. I'm like, oh, man, like you're just out late at night and your parents are like, oh, they're just playing at the park. And like, boys being boys. Yeah, and like meanwhile, five kids are, you know, taking turns playing handsy. Yeah, playing doctor. Yeah, it was fucking wild. But, uh, I mean, you know. Again, naive. Naive. Like, you don't know what's going on. I was like, oh, are they going to play tag? Is that why they don't want us to go to the park? Probably doing drugs. Probably would have been better if they were doing drugs. I yeah, it would have been much better if they were. See, doing and drugs. that's why we're a big advocate for drugs. Stop. I am not a big advocate for drugs. <laughs> Stop sexual abuse and kids and just give them drugs. We got yeah, Delta Eight, Delta dumped Seven. Them down. I do not support the use of drugs. Yep. Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely don't. I think you know, mm. if, just because I've always had very bad like anxiety and depression, and like drugs always just made it worse. That's true. It's a chicken and an egg in the situation. Is it yeah. drugs that are going to impede that anxiety and depression? Mm. Or is this depression and anxiety going to the battle. enhance the drug That's addiction? what it did to me. Yeah. It ended up making it worse. Like, my anxiety, I can't, like... I don't even like drinking that much anymore either. Mm. Like, it just makes me really anxious. Yeah. Like, the moment I start feeling like, oh, I'm not in control, like, I just get really bad anxiety. There was... When we were recording the podcast with uh, Joe... That was like, you know, 10 weeks ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, I started having a panic attack. In serio? Yeah, 100% serious. Oh. I can't. And it was probably because we like cracked that second bottle open and we were like just drinking wine. And then like. In the well, si- that's spe- that second bottle has a special meaning. It wasn't even the, about the bottle. It was like just the fact that we were like drinking. And for a moment, like because when we record, we use headphones. So mm-hmm. it sounds like we're in each other's ears. And it, you can also hear your own voice. Yeah. And like. I was just starting to freak out and my heart rate was going, it was like a hundred and I, I was like, what is going on right now? And like, I could hear the, like all your guys' voices were straight in my head and I was freaking out for a second and do this after like two glasses of wine. And I was just like freaking out inside. And folks, this is the part where we dive into our childhood trauma right now. <laughs> Because that is some real PTSD. Like it was fucked it's up. It's like a scene from an army. Like you know, you, you, pretty much instead of the ringing, it's like this tunnel vision. Of like mm-hmm. everything's. Just it was really hard to focus, man. It was it was it was fucked up. Well, I mean, you're sitting next to Joe. Just the like the aura of Joe. But if anybody's looking back in the episodes, it's the uh, the Federalist and the Sexist. The federal the Federalist, which was the Federalist Red Zinfandel, mm-hmm. and the Sexiest. Which, by the way. Oh, the sexiest? Yeah, the sexiest. Oh, I thought I thought it was the sexist. No, the sexiest. Oh my, I can't I can't read for a shit. God damn it. I was like, you know what? I guess we're being pretty sexist that episode. I just accepted no. it at face value. <laughs> no, it's the sexiest. God damn it. Yeah, but folks, if you want to go back on uh, and and try to spot that. In the second in the second half of us recording, I took my headphones off and I just started to breathe. And I was like, I just need to relax right now because, like, I'm not in danger. Everything is fine. I'm just having a mental breakdown. And then I, I kind of came back to it. But it was, dude, it was really weird. I've never had that before. Having the yeeps? Well, I've, I've never had that before while recording. Mm. Yeah. But that's just what happens. I mean, you just, like, that's why I'm not a big fan of, like, kids doing drugs because I only think it's going to make it worse. Like, when you're trying to avoid a problem. Because now, like, I've just, like, I've done... You know, some bad stuff. I've smoked a lot of weed. You know, I've done Molly. You know, I've done a couple other things. And it's like, uh, just... Changing the brain chemistry of something that young and oh, impressionable. For, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do... Like, I smoked a lot of weed when I was like 17, 18. That's when I started. 
And I didn't really start drinking until I was like 20, 22. So I got into this game late. But then as soon as like, I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'll do coke. Like, I don't care. And just like, you know, mm-hmm. it just made the anxiety so much worse. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do horse tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah, get, bring it over here. Yeah, bring it over. Why not? You're going to start breaking into stables. <laughs> No, it's just tough because I have a like addiction to, uh, issue too. Where like once I start doing something, I'm just like fuck it. I, you know, honestly, I had to had to be a I had to have a reality check. I was developing a porn addiction, mm-hmm. even porn. It's like just pleasurable uh, porn addiction. Is a, it's a very bad addiction. It, it taps it into your your stimuli, your, your dopamine, nervous yeah, dopamine. There we mm-hmm. go. Yeah, man. Like, there's a ton of research on. I mean, like. It's not talked about enough as young men. No. Like, like, men in general, like with porn addiction. Well, especially with the shows that they're watching, right? You look at Netflix. We're talking about little cuties like as a joke. Mm-hmm. But yes, that is the, the hypersexualization that they're, they're introduced. Well, even like the show Euphoria, which you Euphoria. Know, was like extremely popular. But it's like... Ash! Ash! He's just a kid, man. He's just a kid. He's just a kid, man. Are you happy, Dad? Are you happy, Dad? Uh, I my god, the whole scene. Uh, sorry, I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna no, please go ahead. That you you saw Euphoria, right? You saw the of ending course, of Euphoria. Yeah, uh-huh. All right, so like, what the fuck? Am I supposed to feel sympathy for the dude that gets arrested with child pornography? What the How hell? Did he have child pornography. Oh, oh, the oh, dad. Yeah. No. Are you happy, Dad? You happy? No. You don't get to run away and ruin our lives, Daddy. No, you're not supposed to feel sympathy for him at all. Well, they made you're it. They- to, no, you're supposed <laughs> to feel sympathy for the, oh, son, the son, the Nate, because he has an issue. The guy that's been abusive throughout the past two seasons to yeah. Maddie. And- you're supposed to feel empathetic for him because it's like he's there's a conflict of interest because he loves his dad and he spent so much time protecting him. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he's fucked up, but it's still his dad. You know, and like there's that conflict of like trying to let go of your demons. And, you know, I think everybody has daddy issues. No pun intended. No, for sure. And like in that scene, you're supposed to feel sympathy for him of like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But is it all his fault or is it like, you know, nature versus nurture where it's like. Exactly. The the story of that is told so well mm -hmm. of like going from like this psychopathic sociopath Mm -hmm. to like the sympathetic like. Is it the act, like you said, na- na- nature or nurture? Is it the actions of the environment that led him to this monster, or yeah. is it the chicken and the egg thing? You know, where he said he like would want he he discovered his dad's like because he recorded everything he had sex with, mm-hmm. so like he would watch these uh, scenes and then he started having nightmares on his dad like fucking him, mm-hmm. and it's like God damn, and like that and they just and he's realizing oh my dad's cheating on my mom, you know and. As a young adult, you're like, oh, what the fuck? And his, even his mom says it into like the second to last episode, or it might be the last episode. She's like, you were there's, so. Yeah, there's a flashback, isn't yeah. there? Something like that. Yeah. But the mom's like, you used to be such a sweet kid. Like, what happened? He's like, well, you probably started realizing that yeah. shit's fucked up. I, I do, I do got to say, one of the scenes I did chuckle, which I was not supposed to be laughing at, was was when he comes home drunk, the, the father. That was hilarious. And he's like pissing about? all over the place. He's like, the the oldest son, which I forgot, there was an oldest son. Yeah. You know, he's like, Dad, stop, please! You you're embarrassing yourself, Dad. 
He's like, I've seen what you've watched. Don't you judge me. Oh, yeah. He's like, like, we've discovered your laptop and the things that we saw. Japanese girls and men. He's like, like, gang bangs, bukkake. He's like, my jaw dropped. He's like, what? And then, yeah, then the boy's like, I mean, the the fucking, the the eldest son's like, how does he know? Fuck. How does he know? And then he leaves in like a happy, like drunken, like, Playing like '80s, like George Michael's music. Like, yeah, he's like, I fuck who I want. Mm-hmm. I do what I want. Boys just wanna have fun. And he just leaves, and it's like, this is cruising. You kind of understand that from his point, because there's a flashback to his life. Now we're just breaking down the show Euphoria. <laughs> but yeah. well, I mean, yeah, they, there's that flashback. He's like wrestling with his friend or something. Yeah, shit, clearly right? he like loves his friend mm-hmm. in a you know in more than just a friend way and. But then he discovers, like, oh, because of social norms and all whatnot, that he has to be the father to his son and marry this woman. And it's like, you know, it's tough because you feel his pain. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that doesn't really give you a right to us. Again, you know, I said it earlier in the episode, but, like, two Mm -hmm. things can be true. You can feel bad for the dad for not being able to come out. You can also realize, like, but he's still a piece of shit. That, That Those both can be true. Uh-huh. Like he's still garbage as a person. You, you can feel sympathetic for the torture that he had to live through, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, look at his actions for behaving that way. Yeah, it's really it's it's really hard because like fuck, what do you do with that? You know, I mean, uh, well, first off, with that with a with a pedof with a pedophile, mm-hmm. you do what you know any normal person does: go online, go to QAnon, and add that to the tip to Q, so Q can add that to the archives of pedophiles. Yeah. So that way, that's the number one thing you do. So that way, there's a database. Yeah, I I think Nate did that off screen. <laughs> you know, that's what the little flash drive was for. That's was for Q. Drive. Yeah, exactly. He's like, they'll find this. It's for daddy. Exactly, it's for daddy. But I mean, like like, like you were saying, like it, there's a there's two things can be right. You know, uh, there's never anything um, concrete. No. But. I'm really excited for the Leia Thomas documentary they're going to eventually produce out of this. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> let's wrap it up. I, I, I'm I, very conflicted because on one hand, you see someone trying to live their life and being judged for it. And on the other hand, you're like, yeah, but you're also competing with born females and you just transitioned. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not fair to them. There's unfair advantages that you had Well, just prior. like a physical advantage of like, you know, you have more bone density, all mm-hmm. those years of testosterone that accumulate into muscle mass and peak fitness. and The natural chemical balance. That exactly. Is sadly, it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, you can feel bad for the treatment that Leah Thomas is getting. You can also feel bad for the females that she's competing against. Yep. Yeah. G... G- as unfortunate as this statement may be, there that spot could have gone to a different female, you know, mm-hmm. the spot from Leah Thomas. But at the same time, it, your work ethic would have gotten you there. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, know. it's tough. The, that, the, the only way that they would make this fair is if they gave everybody testosterone. That's the only way we're gonna have to even out the playing field. Everybody gets on T. That way, all the females get TRT. Mm-hmm. Just they all look like Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's one solution. I don't know if that's the best one, but <laughs> that's definitely a solution that we can offer. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad idea. It's like the same thing with FIFA and the equal pay for females and males. We'll just even out the uh, 
the chemicals, the hormones. Yeah. Everybody gets a hormone. Everybody gets, yeah. It's a good point. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to another episode of Vida, a, a wineless Vida Evino. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of wine. There was definitely a lot of life. Yeah, a lot of us whining about life. Hey, there we go. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Vida Evino, brought to you by the bro tastes boys exactly Juan Legend will be back it'll be a Mexico themed episode and Viva La Raza Viva La Raza A La Achi Astil Who? A La Achi Astil uh-huh. so that being said guys thank you for listening and we will see you all next week <laughs>